It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports, I'm live with Renee Going hard every day, sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily with positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews, you never know who may pop up Listen, <laughs> only on beyond the headlines This is beyond the headlines <laughs> Only on beyond the headlines This is beyond the headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. We are live yet again with another very special edition as we have the incredibly talented, multi-talented at that, Cheyenne Parker from the Atlanta Dream on the show. Welcome, Cheyenne. How are you? Good. Thank you. I am so happy to have you here. You are the CEO of your own business. You were recently able to just sign a great deal to the Atlanta Dream. You are in a very big part of your career. So I'm excited to take a step back and kind of look at all that that you have going on. But before we even get into the professional side of things, I know you're in the, the midst of a lot of chaos, packing, moving, changing, preparing to travel, as we were talking about before the show gets started. But uh, What's been going on for you as we are halfway through Black History Month, Valentine's Day weekend just passed. It's a, it's a big time, I feel like, for a lot of people. What have you been up to? Um, literally just packing. Like, it's really cold. You know, I just got back from France, my overseas uh, commitment that I had. And I came from the south of France. And it was beautiful. You know, I was on the beach. And it was, like, mild weather. The sun was shining every day. And then I come to Chicago, and it's feet of snow. So yeah. it's been, I've been like stuck in the house and just focused on getting this, getting this house packed up um, to make my move to Atlanta. Oh yeah. The change of weather going from like the beauty on the beach to now being in the midst of winter storms in Chicago. So I, I feel you on that. In Jersey, it has been awful. I know we were talking about before, but for anybody that doesn't know, we actually had an ice storm. It was like sleet on a whole different level. It was literally just like falling straight as ice. Everything's wow. been so it's been a it's been a mess. It's been pretty crazy to say the least. Um, I but I do want to get into your career specifically. I I love your your journey. I think everybody's journey has some story worth sharing. And when you first got started playing basketball, you know, having had a chance now to play in the WNBA, play overseas, play all across the world, you know, did you ever expect to get to this point? that you would be, as you mentioned, in the spotlight and, and playing in these big areas, playing the game that you love? Mm -hmm. um, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have expected myself to be where I'm at. Um, just as a woman, as a professional athlete, as a businesswoman, um, you know, I was always very free-spirited and very ambitious, but I just was, um in the moment and i still live like that i still live in the moment but now i'm just more conscientious of what i need to do to make sure the future is um mm. you know and that's something i didn't do when i was young so i didn't think about i had like i definitely didn't expect myself to be where i am today not at all yeah I know it's it's always incredible to me uh, looking back and I'm like wow I you know when you get started I think about my journey through sports you know I never would have expected the doors that would have opened the friendships yeah. the places you travel like all that really comes with being an athlete and yeah. um, 
you know, so I think that is something that looking back on and we're we're around the same, we are the same age actually. Fun fact, okay. by the way, I checked this out. Yes, I stalked and did my research. It's research, not stalking. We're like two <laughs> weeks apart in age. Um wow. so like we're at the, <laughs> I know, we're like birthday buddies, Virgos. Um so I feel like we're in that same point of like pinnacle of our lives at 20 in our, um, you know, being 28 where you're realizing just how far you've come, but also seeing how much farther you have to go. Like it's such a crazy time. So looking back for you, having had a chance to play basketball at high point at middle Tennessee state leading to the WNBA, you had a path that was unique, you know, and I want to get into as much as you'd like to share, of course, um, just how much those experiences in college really prepared you for that next step, transferring, having a, to, to be a part of uh, two different programs and figuring out how to fit in in each of those and finding your way, how much that really helped you in taking the next step to the professional level? Yeah, it's uh, a great, great question. You know, in uh, at High Point, it, um, it was funny because I didn't have too many schools really recruiting me out of uh, high school. Um, I never played a full year of high school basketball, so it was really hard for schools to even know who Cheyenne Parker was. Um, but I, I also was very raw talent. You know, I blocked shots, mm -hmm. um, but the potential was there, you know, and the coach at High Point seen that, Coach Tui Loy. Um, and High Point was an opportunity for me as a rookie. I immediately made it an impact. Um, and, you know, immediately started to just improve and get better. Um, once I just started playing, you know, and then, um, you know, obviously High Point University, a lot of people probably don't even know that the name. Um, so it yeah. was really important for me, you know, I made a big, big imprint on the school. And after my third year, I was like, okay, I want to play professionally. At this point, I knew I had the potential to play. So I had to make that decision to um, move on to a school that could get me more recognition and more exposure for the, you know, WNBA scouts and the pro scouts, mm -hmm. et cetera. So I did leave to go to MTSU and I chose MTSU um, because it wasn't too big of a school. Um, so, because I, I really love the idea of being the underdog. That's something that's always, yes. um, and I'm still like, I still love that. Like just being, you know, overlooked, underestimated. I love, I love that. So um, MTSU was just, you know, a good fit for me and a good option and opportunity and going there helped me improve as well because, you know, the coach was really, really tough on me and like required me to demand the ball every single possession. And so that kind of got my post, like that's helped, that helped me with my post game and, um, just building that confidence as a dominant post presence. That was something that was, that started at MTSU for sure. Um, and then once I got yes. the pros, it was like, you know, um, definitely a big transition because you go from being like the best on the court to being the best on the court with all the other best on the court, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it definitely took a lot of adjusting and it was, but it was amazing to just experience that and to be on the court with some really amazing legends, you know, and be able to play against them and, ex and experience um, just what they, you know, what just experience what they've already learned, like taking all soaking it all in everything they can teach you and tell you. Um, so yeah, it was really amazing. Six years of becoming a vet 
you know, because now I'm an official vet at this point. You are. You are no longer. Yeah, you are on the other side of the hill. You're over the hill. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like what you say about being a big fish in a small pond. And that's something that I don't think enough athletes really take notice of and understand the value of, of, of that opportunity. You know, mm -hmm. I, I remember growing up for me playing soccer. That's actually exactly the biggest thing from my experiences at LaSalle that I take away from being able to help be a part of NCAA tournaments and winning conference championships. You know, when you have to go into a situation where everything is not laid out for you and you mm -hmm. have to take that program to the next step, it really does allow you to grow so much as a person because you're not just there with other all Americans and top players and, and things like that. And, and five-star recruits, you are with players that are just underdogs. And I know that Keisha, yeah. you just had a comment, love being an underdog. That underdog mentality does really fuel you to help be able to take that next step so much. So yeah. now as a veteran, um, looking back on when you first came in into the WNBA, you get drafted in 2015 to the, your fifth overall pick to the Chicago sky. And you have the opportunity, as you mentioned, to step in and play with some of the biggest names in basketball, you know, mm -hmm. players you've looked up to that are now on the court with you, that are teammates that are going up against you. I have to know that experience um, coming in and, and now realizing, holy smokes, from the from New York, from High Point, from MTSU, I am here. I made it to WNBA, and something that you never would have really imagined what that would feel like is coming into fruition. So I'm definitely curious to know how that transition was from being a big fish in a little pond to, as you mentioned, now being in the WNBA with all the other big fish and all the other top talents in women's basketball. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. You know, it was. It was an emotional experience as well, you mm -hmm. know, um, like my rookie year, for example, I didn't touch the floor much. Um, Pokey, Pokey drafted me and um, and she's just keeps saying, trust the process, trust the process. I'm like, trust the process. <laughs> These know, are and been done. Like, yeah, and I'm just like, and it's so, it mess, you know, at, at, for, at a moment, it was like, I questioned my confidence and that's when I had to really um, just self-reflect and remember how I got there, why I, why I got there and um just rebuild my confidence by just getting in the gym you know i mm. kept um i stayed in the gym and continued to improve my game and i think every year that that spoke for itself um and it was it was an exciting experience because like i said i was able to really be able like for example the most memorable moment of my rookie year um i probably played 2 3 minutes in the game but when i was in the game <laughs> I had the biggest block of my life. I blocked Candace Parker's shot. And it was just like, you know, it was a big moment because Candace Parker is someone that I've always looked up to, even Tennessee days. You know, that was just like, you know, CPCP. Like, I was like, yeah, that's my Right. Right. Like, yeah. you guys are basically related, you know. Right. So, so, yeah. So, that was like such a big moment. And that's the moment to this day that I carry with me from rookie year. And it's like little moments like that that continue to happen throughout my first few mm -hmm. years where I was like, oh, all right, well, I, I might be, I might be uh, pretty good too. Like, and that's what really helped me build my confidence. Just realizing like, I'm tough too. Like I'm actually a pretty good player myself. And, um, and it was, it was amazing. And my mom, like, shout out to my mom because she always has been like my biggest supporter and my biggest motivation and just her encouraging words and um, just always telling me like, believe in yourself, baby girl. Don't forget, like, don't forget who you are. Remember who you are, you know? And that's, 
um, something that really helped me with rebuilding my confidence in who I am. Mm. That is a lot of these just said a lot of really great things. You know, I think one is understanding that tough transition of going from being the big fish in a little pond to barely seeing the floor at all and being told and encouraged to to trust the process and just how difficult that really is. Like, again, that is a lot easier said than done. When you are training day in and day out, when you know what you bring to the floor, when you just love playing the game and now you're being told it's not your time yet, you're not ready yet, just keep working, keep grinding. You talk about your mom. I mean, having the right support system, coaches, family, whoever it may be that can help you stay encouraged through that is huge. But also even having that moment, that black that you'll never forget. And it is funny because as you mentioned, CPCP, like, you know, Candace Parker is definitely legendary and, and, and still iconic in how she's continuing to pave the way for other women on and off the floor. Right. So to have that, that play, that's something yeah. that I'm sure looking back, it's like, although you may not have had the minutes you won, that's a play yeah. that you will never forget. Never. That, like, it's still on my face. To this day, still on my profile on Instagram. <laughs> to this day. I love that. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is too funny. That is too funny. And honestly, I, I'm pretty sure I'd be bragging, saying the same thing. Like, hey, you know, my rookie season, I blocked in his broken shot. You know, you may not have remembered anything else in my rookie season, but I did black her shot. <laughs> no, that's I love Candace Parker. Yes, that is incredible. That is incredible. You are getting some shout outs for your shirt, which I knew was going to be the case because oh. I love that Leah shirt. So you talk about legendary. Right. That's, yeah. yeah, legendary Leah. But back right. to the basketball side of things, you know, also looking at that that struggle of trying to figure out how to work through knowing that you're a rookie. You've got a long way to go in your career, but you're not getting the minutes you want. There's a lot of mental struggles there. You know, you talk about your mom being a big person that was helping you get through that, having the right people around you. What else for those that may be dealing with the same thing or in a similar situation, young athletes, what else would you tell them to help get through those that grind of those lows of your career? Um, just for sure to just stay in tune with who you are. Um, like, mm. like I was saying, like um, the confidence thing, it's, it's, it's super important. Like basketball is more mental than it is physical um the physical part that part is you know everyone's got the physical part you know pretty much everyone in the league's in shape strong you know it's it's more about up here so up here is is most important so just keeping keeping that in tune so for me thankfully i was um i was very spiritual like and that's something that my mom encouraged you know like mm -hmm. Um, she would send me scriptures. She would, you know, just send me uh, videos of a pastor giving like in a motivational um, speech or something. And I, I really valued that. Like that was something that really helped me with just staying in tune with myself. And then these latter years was helped me, you know, just with my focus and staying more in tune and self-aware is meditation. That's something that I mm. really enjoyed. Like I've really enjoyed that. Um, because it, it forces it like the meditation, like transitions me to my spiritual side. Like it kind of just all comes together full circle. So, um, I would encourage anyone that's dealing with that to just, you know, find your, find your spiritual side, you know, whatever it may be, Amen. however it may be, whether it's, um, it could be, and it could be through doing different things, like finding a, you know, something else to focus on. Like for me, 
my focus was on my brand and building my brand, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I just poured a lot of that, poured a lot of my focus into that and my emotion into that. I love that. And, and finding what works best for you. So understanding that like what may work for you may be different for me, which may be different for someone else. And that's okay. That's the way it should be. But, you know, as an athlete, there are so many mental hurdles that you have to deal with injuries, not playing the minutes you want, not playing the position you want, teammate struggles, whatever, you know, changing teams. There's so many different components that go into it that it is 90% mental, honestly, you know, especially once you get to that level. So that's incredible to even hear as you reiterate the fact that, you know, for you, it's meditating, it's getting in touch on the spiritual side and also just staying focused, you know, keeping your eyes on the prize, so to speak, and understanding the the journey and the process. So now that you are a veteran (laughs) and are in the, the later years of your career, I'm definitely curious, first of all, congratulations on, the incredible deal with Atlanta that Thanks. that was huge. There's a there's a lot of changes go, changes going on across the league and free agency, yeah. and it's it's always fun to watch this time of year. But I've got to know for you, having played your entire career in Chicago, to now have a chance to go into a new chapter, a new team, a new family. You know what is what are you most looking forward to in this opportunity? As it's a chance to kind of start new or different, I should say, yeah. not fully new, no, but no, but it is new. It is and. Um, and it's exciting, you know, it's, it's very exciting because um, I was doing an interview the other day and I, and I mentioned just how the stigma of, you know, when I was at MTSU and how I, you know, finished at MTSU, you know, failing my drug test, getting kicked off mm-hmm. team, you know, possibly not even being able to play in the league. And something that was continuously said was, oh, uh, this was like, the you know, the headline was, Chicago takes risk on uh, Cheyenne Parker. And mm-hmm. so it was like always a, a like cloud over my head with Chicago. You know, it was just always like a stigma. Like, oh yeah, th- that's CP, the the troublemaker, the one who's not going to last or whatever, you know? Wow. So I just, I feel like this is, this is my opportunity to just clean slate, come out, be an athlete that is just an athlete, be a WNBA player. That's just a WNBA player. You know, Mm. and that, that that's what I am and that's what I'm capable of. So now, now I'm just, I'm excited for the opportunity to be that, that type, like not have that, not have that report hanging over my head in any way, you know, Atlanta, the general manager, they, they're, and the coach, they're very clear on what they're looking for. Um, and so they need that dominant immediate impact. So this is an opportunity for me to be the all-star that I know I am, you know, and really just dominate and um, help lead the team, you know? Yes. And that is something as you bring up failing a drug test and, and, and even the headlines that go around that. I mean, one mistake, one, one, one bad headline which led to kind of your career being identified as taking a risk, taking a risk how, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't take away from who you are as a basketball player. It's not like you had a history of getting in trouble and you were like, you know, whatever. Um, But I I do like that point that you make about having a chance to start new where now you get to control the narrative a little bit more. You're coming into a new environment where you have had a chance to show that you are more than that one failed drug test and you didn't let that define your career. Right. And now as a veteran, having a chance to come into Atlanta and help this team be a team that can 
do well, reach the playoffs and, and exceed some expectations of what was uh, done in the past. So I, I'm glad that you bring that up because that is so impactful in itself. So mm -hmm. who reached out to you first? I've got to know, like, take us through, you get the news because I, it seems like you weren't fully expecting a move. Um, take us kind no, of I through wasn't. that process. Okay. Yeah. Take us through yeah, the process I mean, of, you know, how you heard the excitement of hearing the news and then who <laughs> reached out to you first to congratulate you and welcome you. Um, it was, I mean, obviously like initially I wanted to return to Chicago just out of my love and, you know, yeah. and everything. But um, the way everything worked out, you know, Atlanta was just the better option, you know, in every way for my career, for uh, personal reasons, for business reasons, Atlanta was just the sure. place to be. Um, so when, um, when the decision was made, uh, the coaches, the coach and the GM were super excited. You know, they were really excited about the entire ordeal. Um, so they were actually the first to reach out and, um, and congratulate me. Um, and then my teammates, they added me to the team group and okay. you know, we, we spoke and had, um, and I had knew of, I knew, I, I knew a few, a good amount of them, you know, where a lot of us are represented from the same, um, fam agency, um, mm -hmm. agency. So about four players on the team, I already had some type of relationship with. So, um, so that's a good thing. So that's one thing that will definitely be helpful for us when we get on the court together. Yes, yes. Okay, I always am curious because not everybody is always as involved, but I do love the fact that I feel like more and more players are involved in, in the conversations around their own future. Go figure, right? Go figure. Right. Um, <laughs> so, you know, in looking ahead to the dream, you know, what is it that you're hoping to be able to bring as a veteran, as a big, what are you hoping to be able to bring to this team to help them get over the hump? Um, well, for sure, my energy, you know, that's something that um, I pride myself off of. Like, I, I want to bring energy and practice every day. I just want to show that positive energy energy is what is what helps bring the um, the vibe we need. You know, I mm -hmm. want to be that person. Um, and I also want to have the have the impact on in in the games. You know, obviously, like just just the the post presence that they're looking for. They're looking for um, a post that can demand the ball on the block, and that's that's my specialty. So I'm really excited to um, finally just you know have that opportunity and be that go-to player. Um, and then they're also looking for a post player to stretch stretch the floor. Um, and, and be able to knock down the three. And so that's something that I've added to my repertoire as of recent. Um, so I'm just looking forward to having a dominant impact and being able to play off of the, the players that are already on the team. You know, we, they're, such, yes. they're such athletic players that I'm only going to compliment them, you know. And um, I was talking the other day to another um, journalist that was asking <laughs> – you know, the type of guards like that we, that we have, are they, are they, they're not used to really passing the ball in. Do you think that'll be an issue? And I said, I don't think it'll be an issue because they're the, the difference now is now there's someone that's demanding the ball. So now right. when, when they're when I'm got somebody sealed behind me, you can't not pass that, you know? Yes, um, yes. And even if you miss it, like I think in practice, and this is something that we'll go through in practice because it happens, you know, with any new team that I joined, you know, 
the coach has to just emphasize, hey, you missed CP in the, on the block on that last one. Exactly. You know, just, just start looking, you know, and it's something that you have to eventually just build, like, a, that chemistry with your team and practice um, with your teammates, you know, and, and it'll help them as well. It'll open them up, just getting the ball in, in the paint because you know how that goes. They have yes. to – Guard, they have to guard somebody, and um, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. We got a great team, very athletic, yeah. very fast, and the def the defense is gonna be insane too. Like we just mm -hmm. added Yvonne Turner. So. Yep, Ooh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that that is something. It's a that's a funny question um, in itself, but it is what, something when you think about the versatility to be able to really attack from different spots on the floor. So now that you do add even more of a presence in the paint. And you have knockdown shooters and you have guard, you know, players that can get to the basket. It, it does make it harder to defend because you have to defend, they have to defend you straight up. You right. know, you can't overly focus on one aspect of your game when your team has the ability to, and especially in the half court offense, bring different looks each time you're down the floor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that is something you can absolutely bring. And as you mentioned, it's an exciting time as we've, you know, been following. I, I always love this time of year because. For the WNBA specifically, we're, we're fully embracing that there's no off-season. You as players definitely don't have an off-season. You're either in the WNBA playing, you're playing overseas, you know, like there's there's legitimately no off-season. Yeah. Um, but also for those that are of us that are followers of the game, like it's just as exciting watching free agency, watching trades, watching and even the, the frustrating and sad news around players like Renee Montgomery leaving the game. There's always something exciting. So I, I know I just hit on a couple different things, but I want to get into your thoughts on Renee. Um, the other Renee, I often get confused for Renee Montgomery. I'm like, I played soccer. She played. She was way better in basketball than I was. My soccer career was nothing like her basketball career. I know we have the same name, same spelling, but she's been doing. I, I'll take that, though. I'll take that that mistake all day, every day. Um <laughs> Um, I actually had somebody that tweeted me like, are you the one that's calling this this Hawks game right now? I'm like, yep, that is me. <laughs> that's me right here. Um, but no, the legacy that a player like her has had on not only the Dream, but the WNBA, and now you coming into the mix, I'm definitely interested to know your thoughts on, on Renee and, and players like her, Candace Parker, who we talked about earlier, that have really helped take this game to the yeah. next level, that it is a year-round exciting that people need to, to take notice of no more casual fans time to take notice of the WNBA. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's coming, you know, it's, it's a gradual thing that's coming, but they're helping, you know, the stuff that they're doing, like Renee is doing so much in like outside of basketball, just getting, just getting out there. Um, it was unfortunate to hear that she was retiring because obviously I was looking forward right. to playing her as well. Um, but I'm also happy for her because now this is her opportunity yeah. to really hone in on on her other um, passions and and drives because you know us us girls us athletes we have other other passions and other drives too that you know are pretty amazing and um, so it's nice to see um, when players really take that on so I'm excited for Renee yes the absolutely and the other Yes, yes. Do you have a specific player? I know you talk about Renee, not having a chance to play with Renee. Uh, Mike Patton, who's a huge fan of yours, he's saying he can't wait to see the pick and roll between you. Yes. I can't wait, I can't wait either. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I actually, I hit her up because I'm like, hey, let's let's get in the gym so we can start working on it. Like, I know, I that's right. Yeah, but. 
soon when we get up out of Chicago, this snow. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you can shovel yourself out of Chicago. <laughs> but I mean, for you, what really is next? I know you talk about being involved in the, the team texting threads and being welcomed in, you know, of course you're still in Chicago, you're working on getting down to Atlanta, but you know, what's really next to start getting that chemistry, getting to know your teammates on and off the floor and building that, building what you've had in Chicago for the last years to now bring that in Atlanta and, and make that transition as seamless as possible, but so many new moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, well, we have a team meeting. Our first team meeting is um, this week, actually. So I think that'll help. You know, we'll get on a Zoom and really be able to see each other's face. Um, <laughs> and then I think, you know, just, you know, like kind of like what I did, you know, just I reached out as soon as I officially was able to reach out. I reached out to everyone and just sent them a personal text like, hey, let me know when you get back to town, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, so we can get in the lab and make some cash. <laughs> what? I use that line. I love that. Line. And I love that you were like halfway about whether or not to go with it, and then you just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. In the lab, making some chem. I love it. I'm always, I'm all for all those little, like, cheesy little gimmicky lines. In the lab, making chemistry. That's right. Yeah. I'm not gonna take it any further. I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let that sit there because that was great. That was so unexpected. That was great. Um, I don't even know how to follow up on that. But <laughs> what do you think is really gonna be when you get done mixing in the lab, building that chemistry? What do you really think is going to be kind of like the MO of the dream this season? You know, I, I know it's it's February, so there's still time to figure it all oh, out. Yeah. I mean, of I, course, I, but I've what do you think about it though? Just because yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, but we're definitely going to be some dogs. Like, I, and I said this in an interview before, like we're going to be some dogs. I hate to call us dogs, but that's, that's the mentality that I want us to have because we got some dogs, you know, like we're going to be that team that nobody wants to play because, mm. because they have to go against us. Like our defense, I want to be, like we have the athleticism to have, you know, immaculate defense, and then obviously defense turns into transition. So we have, we have such fast, fast athletic players. So I think um, we're going to be a fast-paced team and a defensive team. Okay, and I do love that, especially with having a number of players that have that underdog mentality. Also, of yeah. like. It doesn't matter where we are in standings. I don't care any anything on paper. When mm -hmm. we step between the lines, you, I'm going to make it miserable for you. Yes, it's anybody's game and good luck. Good luck trying <laughs> to get past me. Like that little, that edge of, and that yeah, confidence. Exactly. I do yeah. like that. In the lab making chemistry, yes. Um, <laughs> that is awesome. So I do want to take a look back because a big part of you being able to be where you are now, having the ability to step into Atlanta and, and hit the ground running comes back to the lessons that you've learned in Chicago. You know, what do you really take away from your experience in Chicago that you think will help you best grow, not only as a player, but as a person, as a leader, as a woman, as you know, in all so these different much. areas of who you are? Yeah, good question. There's so many things that I've learned being with Chicago um, that I'm going to take with me. Like um, one thing that one huge thing is uh, Ali and Sloop. Those mm -hmm. two, like watching them my entire career, 
I'm so thankful that I had two great leaders like them because one thing they did was for one, they always kept a professional and for two, like they stayed in that gym. Like they, they were always on, like they were disciplined, you know, they were always, they always had their regimen. Like they did the same, you know, whether it was shooting before practice or after or both Um, their weight, you know, they always went to the weight room Um, because, you know, as a pro, it's more like you're not always necessarily like, forced to do certain things yeah um you have to make the effort to do it um so for me just having that discipline and staying consistent with it it really shows you know it showed me that when you do that like the work like it really does um it turns over it you know there's always um a positive a positive turnover Mm -hmm. so so that's something that I'm definitely going to bring with me and, um, you know, lead, leading by example, that's something that I'm going to really um, hone in on in Atlanta because I do, I want to be considered a leader. Um, so that's one thing that I'm going to pride myself of just leading by example, being that example leader. I like it. <laughs> I love you. Stop having me up. I'm like, Let's go. Let's go. You know, everybody needs that hype man. That's me. So, (laughs) Uh, but no, that is something you talk about, like the discipline of really being able to have a chance to see the way that working in the lab, being in the gym all hours of the day, putting in that hours, putting up shots, how that really does help make Mm -hmm. You know, not only does it help, of course, your game, but it does really set the tone of this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to carry ourselves on and off the floor. This is the expectation. If you have a bad shooting game, you're going to go back in the gym and you're going to put up 300 shots, you know, like whatever it is, that's the the bar that you're setting. So that is great that you have a chance to um, really take what you've learned in your experiences and now go on to the next step with Atlanta and bring that same level. So That'll be great to see how that transitions over. So for you now, as we're looking ahead, you talk about Atlanta also giving you an opportunity to grow your business. Of course, ATL, <laughs> I got some questions for you on Atlanta in general, but we're going to keep it basketball yeah. for now. Okay. Well, actually, we're not at all. We're getting to your business. We're going to keep it business for now, and then we're going to get into those. Atlanta, obviously, is. do I need to describe Atlanta? No. Um, but it's a major opportunity as a, as a Black woman, as an entrepreneur, as, you know, all these different areas and you have your business born queen boutique because you're a queen because you were born in queens because we are queens okay so i need to know (laughs) more about creating this line that's motivational and i I love the term and i actually wrote it down because it was really good um radiating confidence and royalty like fix your crown that's like the vibe i was getting from it Mm -hmm. so tell us more about born queen boutique and what you are bringing through that line and that brand? So it's an online um, website where I sell um, a few different things. Like my favorite word right here, relentless. I have this word like on a few different items, like t-shirts, sweaters, uh, scully hats, uh, pretty much anything you want, like socks. Um, And that's just all drop shipping stuff just for, you know, for my fans. Um, And then I also launched a calendar back in January, where it shows like my- well, I saw the calendar. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so that's just, just to show my sexy seductive side. Um, I wanted to start with that um, 
because at the end of the day, that's what sells. And uh, it's proven because I've sold out. <laughs> sold out. I sold out. I'm going digital. Oh, uh, calendars, yes. sold out calendars. Sold okay. Out. Okay. Yep. So it was a success. Yes. Um, so I'm so definitely ready to shop right now. <laughs> um, it'll be available digitally though. So it'll still be for sale. Um, and then, uh, I'll also be launching some supplements, some health supplements, CMOS, elderberry, um, and sour sap capsules. That'll be the first part of my health supplements that I launch. And that's something that I'm really excited about because, you know, our health is super important especially right now, you know, and building mm. our immune systems, we need to do. Um, our communities are lacking in these natural herbs and supplements. So I just want to be another outlet um, for for people. And I don't want to have like crazy prices. Like some of the people that sell these things are charging crazy prices. So um, I want to just have, be that outlet that sells them for a discounted price. And right. um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much what I've, what I've been dabbling in on the business side. And then what I'm excited about with Atlanta is um, I'm planning to open a private hookah lounge, uh, maybe more than one. Um, oh, well, it pops. Yeah. Just somewhere where people who professional people, professional athletes could go and privately enjoy themselves, smoke their hookah, have their drink, you know, hang out with their friends, whatever. Um, yeah. Just like a real cool, chill vibe, like nothing too crazy, like not like, too clubby, but like real chill. Mm. Maybe even have food. You never know. We'll see. Oh, but, uh, hold on. I was I did not know you were doing all this. So are yeah, you thinking hookah, yeah. like bring your own food or you serve some food? Because I've been in some hookah spots where bring your own everything. And I don't know how I feel yeah. about that. Well, yeah. I'm, I would I would uh, serve food. If I were to do food, I would serve food because I, I have, you know, I'm passionate about food. I like food. So my food has to be good and it has to be quality. <laughs> Um, and I like hookah, you know, so, so it's a really good combination when you can have your food and then your hookah after, like, so that's the type of vibe that I go for. Um, but yeah, we already have, you know, I'm working on my trademark right now. Um, and it's going to be called private lounge, but that's something that I was actually going to do here in Chicago, but it's so many hoops that I'm trying to jump through. And it actually, yeah. it was a blessing though, because it happened right before COVID. I was getting ready to buy a building and it happened right before COVID hit. So it was like perfect timing. It wasn't meant to be. Um, Atlanta's the move. And I think, um, you know, the demographic and the amount of hookah smoke there, uh, it, it'll, it'll boom for sure. So I'm excited about that. Ooh, I'm excited <laughs> for you. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing all this. Hold, yeah. You can hold it out. Yeah, when, I, when I was thinking of, I mean, of course, we have to talk about your basketball career. And I was like, oh, you know, Boring Queen Boutique is, is nice. I didn't know you've been selling out. I know we've got exquisite Dame who said that she got her calendar today. So there you go. Um, but I love, love, love the fact that you were like mixing a little bit of everything because my question to you was, you know, the, the stigmas and stereotypes that come around, not only being just an athlete, but a as a female athlete, you know, and how you're kind of like expanding that narrative of yeah. you're a WNBA player, you're going to be a business owner with a booming hookah line, hookah line, lounge, lounge line. I don't know. Like if you're making multiple, you know, I don't know. 
I'm oh. gonna go down to start. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you've got your, you've already got your your brand of Born Queen Boutique, but you're you're like evolving. What is a female basketball player, a female athlete? You know, so I'm definitely encourage and love that. I got so many thoughts, but Atlanta really is a happening spot as an entrepreneur to be able to grow your own business. So if, if hookah lounges are, if, if that's the goal, that is major. I know there's a lot of hookah smokers down in Atlanta for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We do have some questions for you. And if anybody has a question, um, yes. you better ask now because I've got a lot of hookah lounge questions, but we're going to let that rock. Um, but most of you want to know high post or low block. He's, he's very curious Ooh. to know. He's actually like, he's, he's asked a couple of these. He's very curious to know, you know, what, what do you, where do you prefer back to the basket? You know, what's, I mean, back to the basket is the easiest bucket, but high oh. post is more op more i don't know that's tough i don't know i like both probably probably low though probably low block all right all right okay okay yeah. <laughs> um what are you most looking forward to do in atlanta not business <laughs> um definitely like be able to see my family more i'm excited you know my dad lives in georgia um and my mom lives in north carolina so they're both really close vicinity and i'm probably gonna move my mom to georgia I'm, let's be honest um so yeah I'm, I'm excited that and my brothers and sisters all live close down that way so i'm excited just to be closer to my family because i'm very family oriented so oh that's good I, yeah that's perfect since you've got family and down that way might as well bring mom come yeah. on Atlanta. Um, <laughs> Roller skating, cascade. Are we getting? Are we? You know, when I think of Atlanta, I think of ATL. I think of TI. <laughs> are we going to get some videos and post it? I feel like that's a great shoot idea. Actually, all jokes aside, from a yeah. business side, that'd be a really dope shoot if you were like roller skating. Okay. You know, whatever. Just think okay. it out. You know what? You just yeah. Right? Like, yeah, we'll talk right. About like I'm kind of getting a vibe. That'd be a really cool vibe for a, for yeah. a photo. Shoot. I might have to yeah. go do one myself, but um, that's <laughs> something I was thinking. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I was thinking that's a, that's a great fun thing to look forward no, to. Yeah, they've no. got food. They've got roller skating. Myself, so yeah, that would be cool to experience. I've never been to Cascade. I've never been either. I've only seen it on TV. So that's the extent of my experiences. <laughs> um, Keisha's got a question of what inspired you to create your own business. I mean, you talk about not only having queen your born queen boutique but also hookah lounge and it seems like you're still growing so what has really inspired you to want to take that step to grow who you are off the floor um i think just being a woman athlete and seeing the struggle you know and then the way i grew up i want to be i want to build generational wealth you know it's important mm. it's very very important to me to do that and to be that that person to break that chain um just the way my life happen you know the way my life the the journey that i uh had um i i really truly believe that i i was meant for me to to be the person to do it you know being drafted like i was beating the odds like that it's 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 important to me because i feel like that i'm i'm ordained you know like i feel mm -hmm. like it, it, it's just my purpose i have to be the one to break the generational uh the curse there's, you know, there's this curse um, and I just want to break it. 
Yes. And I want to try to bring as many people aboard as I can and, and help educate, you know, because we need financial literacy, especially in the black community. We need to learn what financial literacy even means. You know? mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, so it's important to me. I'm passionate about it. And so that's kind of what um, sparked the interest, you know? Yes. Yes. That is something that, especially in black families, I know I can speak on looking at my own family, but we have so many um, generations after generations that have dealt with the same, you know, mm -hmm. and it's time to change that. It's time to change our awareness. It's time to change the stereotypes. It's, it's time to show that there is more. We can be multifaceted and have a business and a career in something else. Like you can do it all. And I love the balance you even jokingly were talking about bringing that sex appeal, but like you can bring that too. You can be on the court being yes. a dog and then you yes. can be off the court and Thank grow you. up. <laughs> Thank you. And, that's and, really all and get yourself looking right. So I love the balance of that because I do really feel like so many times, and I know I've, I've dealt with this myself, people try to put us in a box. Like you have to be this, you have to be that. And, and I, I saw this video that it's reminding me of um, that was on Instagram reels. And this one was like, I could talk very professional, but I can also talk like, she was like, I could code switch, but that's how you really have to be, especially as a black woman. Well, you yeah. have to be able to talk with, with some and then talk yes. with some yeah. and that's not only from a talking perspective but your look your business your career you've right. got to be able to diversify yourself in that way that you are multifaceted. so yeah. who do you strive to be as an overall person as you're growing in your career as 20 great 20 20 great we are or 20 great years old um <laughs> i just made that up literally right now i don't think that's a thing 20 that was good though <laughs> <laughs> it's not a better in my head um <laughs> At 28 years old, we are like in a, pin a very pivotal point where you have people that are looking up to you, but you still are growing and climbing yourself. You haven't reached it yet. Right. Yeah. Um, so what is it that you strive to show others as you yeah. are growing, as you're with your, with your brand, with your business, with your basketball career, that you are beyond just being Cheyenne Parker, the, the basketball player? Um, so for me, it's important to leave um, a legacy where I'm a philanthropist for sure. Um, mm. Giving back to the community is really important to me, especially the younger generation. Um, something that I talked to the GM about before I even came was like, what do we do with the community? Like I, I really mm. want to get involved um, and go to the schools that people don't normally want to go to, you know, the schools that, that are neglected and avoided. I want to go there and yeah. I want to kids and um, be interactive with them. You know, get them to games, get them to different activities, um, get involved, you know, get really, really get involved, really help. Um, and that's something that I really want to leave behind, just be, that I that I've helped in some some way that I've helped. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously, like I, like I talked about building that generational wealth, you know, um, I want to I want to leave that behind too, um, leaving that legacy that I was able to do that. Um, and not just for my family, but also for other, other communities, other, other people in other communities. And, um, yeah, I think overall that would be it, you know, just a big, I want Born Queen Boutique to be like this huge company, you know, a decade from now, that's something that I really could see happening, um, if it's done correctly and with the right team. So like, you know, I'm very ambitious. I've always been, like I said, I, I had that ambitious mind, but I still live in the moment at the same time. Um, so yes. 
that's it. You know, I'm, I'm picturing it. You know, Born Queen Boutique is going to be having a big event launch that happens at your hookah lounge where you have <laughs> the chance to celebrate, I don't know, like a championship. Like, I just all going to come together, you know? We're just going to speak it into existence. <laughs> um, but I do think, as you mentioned, being in Atlanta, which has been so, so pivotal in, in politics, like the... Yeah whether it's the players on the dream, which have been really leading a lot of the conversations around the, the fight for social justice, whether it's also just helping to be the, the difference in the presidential election, in, in so many areas of politics. You know, you talk about things really coming together for you as you were looking to build your own business. Here you are in Atlanta. You talk about getting involved with the next generation. Here you are in Atlanta. You talk about having a chance to start a new chapter where you can kind of, dismiss and, and let go of what was a, an attempt to define you as the mistake in college. And here you are in Atlanta. So, you know, I, I love that all the opportunity that's coming with this, with this new chapter that you have. And our final question that I do have for you, that's actually a question from Mo again, is do you have a charity of choice? So, you know, as you're working to give back, is there a specific charity or even like an area within charity that you want to best help? Yeah. Um, there's a few that, yeah, that's a good question. There's a few that I've been, um, actually, uh, researching. Um, but as of right now, um, Rashonda Gray, she plays for LA Sparks. She just started a nonprofit. And, um, as of right now, that's the one that I'm focusing on. Um, last summer I donated to, um, actually still this summer, yeah, no, last summer, 2020, uh, I donated to the Chicago yeah. So, so now, um, and I, and I really love the Chicago community, the younger community, and I don't want them to feel like I'm deserting them. Like I still want to be mm. involved. Too. Um, so I'll probably still donate to them, but I also want to get involved with, uh, Rashonda Gray's, um, organization she just started because she's really helping, like she's going and she's having people join her and getting in there in the community and, and really helping make a change. So it's important to me for nonprofit organizations that are really helping and mm -hmm. not just having a title and collecting money. Like, no, I want to, I want to see actual things like actual events or actual um, going and picking up trash or going to talk to the kids or having a cl free clinic for the kids who can't pay for them. You know, things like that is important to me. So that's my charity of choice. I like it. I like it. And I even love the piece that you make about like following through because unfortunately there are a lot of scammers out. I actually just saw um, and have been seeing a lot more even around the stimulus check. People are are, are always looking for an opportunity to, to take advantage of something. So yeah. it is definitely great to not only be involved in charities for anybody that's listening, be involved and make sure that it's going to the right spot. Make sure that yeah. you're doing your homework and your research. But yeah. um for you, as we're looking ahead, it is it is 2021. Um, I know it's been a crazy year, um, yes, but <laughs> to say the least. But for you, as you are stepping into so much new, you know, you're you're in the process of preparing to come to Atlanta. You're in the process of even traveling. You know, what is next for CP? What are what do you what do you have next that people can expect for you for this upcoming year, basketball wise and professionally off the court? Okay. Well, basketball wise, I'll start because that's like, you know, my main focus. Uh, I definitely plan to be an all-star. Um, my first all-star appearance, like I'm speaking that into existence for sure, because um, yeah, uh, I, I just am, you know, I know I'm capable of it. So I'm excited to 
really just coming to my own, spread my wings. Um, <laughs> and just helping, you know, build the build the franchise, like all the way around mm. the franchise, um, on the marketing side as well as the community, uh, et cetera. And then um you know, just as far as the business and stuff, those health supplements are coming. Um, those will be launched soon. And then um, I'll just be basically striving for some endorsements. You know, the reason I launched the calendar is to to get it out there and so that um, someone can see me. You know, I, I'm trying yeah. to get by the right person, whether it be Savage X Fenty or Ivy Park. Oh, Ooh, hold up. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Now we're talking big business. I love it. Yeah, I'm dreaming big. Yep. So that's, you know, that's why, like I said, that's why I made the calendar to, you know, just show that other side because I'm just there. I'm, I'm being daring. I know I'm being daring. I know it's not normal for a basketball player to have on lingerie, but I'm still a woman. Okay. So, yeah. yeah so, so that's, that's really what uh, rooted that. And so this year, was the lingerie side but um i've been traveling i'm going to mexico i told you um jamaica and alaska to do different looks different photo shoots with different looks not just lingerie but you know just something different um whether it be fashion or um an exotic native american style outfit which is what i'm getting made for alaska so i'm excited but that'll be the next year's calendar you know this is a trend that i'm starting like so you know that's pretty much it that's what's that's what we're looking forward to. I love, 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 love all that. And you know, I'm 5'11", I do model. Let me oh, just put my resume out there. So when oh, you get in touch with B and Re <laughs> and whoever else, don't forget about me. <laughs> got you, Chris. I got you. <laughs> no, sure. all jokes aside, I love the piece that you made about really trying to expand and really trying to really break the mold. Because again, we have so many stereotypes of being like a strong black woman and this and that and whatever else, but you can be on the court competing, being an all-star, hopefully let's speak that into existence too. being an all-star leading the dream, leading, leading Atlanta to really turn that corner as a franchise and then off the court, be cute, be in your, in your lingerie and then also have your business. You can do it all. Okay. So it's great that as you're, as you're saying, it's so encouraging for others as you're listening and, and as you're going through your own journeys to understand that you don't have to just fit in one box, in one mold, and you definitely don't have to fit any stereotypes that anybody is trying to put on you. You define, and you you set the vibe. You, you figure out whatever your journey is going to be, and you go after it. So I love all that you are doing, and I think that you have some great things ahead of you. I think that this is going to be, a, I'm, I'm like feeling it. I'm feeling the positivity. Like, I feel like this is really going to be a big breakout year for you. And the best thing about it, as you alluded to, is like, if you had the opportunity to, let's say, if you are put elected to be an all-star player, it only gives more opportunity on the basketball side as well as the business. Like, it all works together. So, you know, continuing to grow in one area only pours into the others and helps you grow in those as well. Yeah. So I am excited for you. And I know we have your, your handles on here, but where can people follow if they want to check out your digital calendar and everything? Plug where people can get more information. Bornqueenboutique.com. That'll get you wherever you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. So absolutely manifested, speaking into existence. And Cheyenne, it has really been a pleasure having you on the show. I am excited for you. And I said this last show, and I'm going to say it again because... 
when we had Marquette King on, I was like, look, when we have guests on the show, I've noticed there's been a track record of guests coming on. And then the next, I'm not going to give a timeline, but in the future, the near future, really, mm -hmm. whatever those dreams they were speaking on, just kind of like taking off. So I'm feeling that for you, that we're going to be sitting <laughs> six months from now, definitely a year from now, having a different conversation. So I'm excited for you. And thank you so much for taking time to All join right. us here on Beyond Headlines. You've been great. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of you tuning in, as always, be sure to subscribe to keep up with the show each and every week across all streaming platforms as we're bringing you some great stories, just like Cheyenne's journeys, stories, trials and tribulations and success stories as we are going always beyond the headlines. So thank you again. And I'm excited for what's next for you. Thank you. Likewise.